0: Reminiscences of the Cuban Revolutionary War by Ernesto Che Guevara, read by Bruno Gerardo. For a long time, we have wanted to write a history of our revolution, but the tasks are many, the years go by, and the memory of the insurrection is dissolving into the past. These events have not yet been properly described, events which already belong to the history of the Americas. For this reason, I present here a series of personal reminiscences of the skirmishes and battles in which we all participated. I do not wish that this fragmentary history, based on memories and a few hasty notes, should be regarded as a full account. On the contrary, I hope that those who lived through each event will further elaborate. I can best begin with the first battle, the only one Fidel Castro fought in that went against our forces, the surprise attack at Alegria del Pio. There are many survivors of this battle, and each of them is encouraged to fill out the story by contributing what they remember. I ask only that such a narrator be strictly truthful. They should not pretend for their own aggrandizement to have been where they were not, and they should be wary of inaccuracies. I ask that after writing a few pages to the best of their ability, according to their disposition and education, they seriously criticize them in order to remove every word not corresponding strictly with fact. Or those where the facts are uncertain. With this intention I myself begin my reminiscences." Ernesto Che Guevara, 1963 Alegria del Pio Alegria del Pio is an Oriente province, niquero municipality near Cape Cruz, where on December 5, 1956 the dictatorship's forces surprised us. We were exhausted. We had landed on December 2nd at Las Coloradas Beach. We had lost almost all our equipment, and wearing new boots had trudged endlessly through saltwater swamps. Almost the entire troop was suffering open blisters, but boots and fungal infections were not our only enemies. We reached Cuba following a seven-day voyage across the Gulf of Mexico and the Caribbean Sea, without food, in a poorly maintained boat, almost everyone plagued by seasickness. All this left its mark on our troops made up of raw recruits who had never seen combat. All we had left of our equipment for war was our rifles, cartridge belts, and a few wet rounds of ammunition. Our medical supplies had vanished, and most of our backpacks had been left behind in the swamps. The previous night we had passed through one of the cane fields at the Niquiero sugar mill. We had managed to satisfy our hunger and thirst by eating sugar cane. But lacking experience, we had left a trail of cane peelings and bagasse. Not that the guards following our steps needed any trail, for it had been our guide who betrayed us. When we stopped to rest the night before, we let him go, an error we were to repeat during our long struggle until we learned that civilians whose backgrounds we did not know could not be trusted in dangerous areas. By daybreak on December 5th, only a few could take another step. On the verge of collapse, orders were given to halt on the edge of a cane field, in some bushes close to dense woods. Most of us slept through the morning hours. At noon, small army and private aircraft began to circle. Some of our group continued peacefully cutting and eating sugar cane, not realizing they were perfectly visible to those flying the enemy planes. I was the troop physician, and it was my duty to treat everyone's blistered feet. I recall my last patient that morning. "'Compañero Humberto Lamote. "'It was his last day on earth. "'In my mind's eye, I see how tired he was "'as he walked from my improvised first aid station to his post, "'carrying in one hand the shoes he could not wear. "'Compañero Jesús Montanay and I were leaning against a tree, "'talking about our respective children, "'eating our meagre rations, half a sausage and two crackers, "'when we heard a shot. "'Within seconds a hail of bullets.' At least, that's how it seemed to us, this being our baptism of fire descended on our group of eighty-two men. My rifle was not one of the best. I had deliberately asked for it because I was in terrible physical condition due to a prolonged asthma attack, and I did not want to be held responsible for wasting a good weapon. I can hardly remember what followed. My memory is already hazy. After the initial burst of gunfire, Juan Almieda, then a captain, approached requesting orders, but there was no one to issue them. Later, I was told that Fidel had tried in vain to gather everybody into the adjoining cane field, which could be reached just by crossing a boundary path. The surprise had been too great and the gunfire too heavy. almieda ran back to take charge of his group. A compañero dropped a box of ammunition at my feet. I pointed to.